Welcome back. Episode 48, All the Fly Kids Show. I'm your host, Geronimo Knows. And got backpack Matt on the uh on the engineering again. It's been a while. Say what up, Matt. What's good, everybody? I'm back, I'm back in my rifle position as an engineer, so I'm I'm gonna chill out this episode. He he he'll have some things to say. He he's always gonna have some things to ask, always has some things to say. See, I I, I did I did my research, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm of course I'm familiar, you know what I'm saying? I have I have y'all gear, but I had to look at the interviews y'all did in the past, I had to look at the old episode we did with you. So I'm I'm, I'm prepared. I'm prepared that. for some shit. Research. So um, this episode is called Fresh Code. You know, codes, morals, ethics, integrity. You know, we're all about that here at the All the Fly Kids Show, and um, we are at the Flea Market Gallery located at 733 11th Street Northeast. Uh, so on 11th Street between G and H, not hard to find. Uh, just gotta kind of look, but it's here. Uh, a lot of dope events coming, so stay tuned for that. Follow them at Flea Market Gallery on Instagram. Boom. All right, so today's guest, y'all know both of them. Um, one of them keeps saying the other one is more famous than everybody. But nonetheless, y'all have seen their, their work. You've seen them online on Instagram. Um, you've seen them in stores. You've seen stickers, pins, clothing, all types of things. We, so today's episode, we have Doyle Song again. Y'all remember Doyle <laughs> from, hello, hello. from Enemies. And we also have Malik Jarrett of Eat. What's up? All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all coming. Yeah, Doyle, good to see you again. Oh, my pleasure. Like I haven't seen you since like the other day. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all feeling today? Oh, can't complain. Yeah. Can't complain. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, well, really quick, especially since um Malik is new to all the Fly Kids show, I'm gonna get uh get your background. Just tell everybody where you're from. All right. So um. 25 years old, from Edgewood. Uh, only other place I lived is on Minnesota Avenue. Went to McKinley Tech. This is all Northeast DC, correct? Yeah, graduated. Okay. Um, nah, I, I live in uh, Southeast Minnesota. My, we moved okay. to the Southeast side. Okay. And then uh, I went to McKinley Tech, graduated 2010. Um, I just stayed out the way. I played sports, you know, that was my thing. In the city, I played high school, uh, Pop Warner, Beacon House, mm -hmm. that whole thing. Um, Went to Virginia State, got out of there in four years, graduated 14, came back. And I was just doing my photography. Uh, shit, 2017 now, three years removed, I got a brand now. So okay, that's me in a nutshell. So coming up, were you always, you know, artistic and creative, just like you always had these interests that you, that you turned into a brand at, up to this point? Um, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was artistic. Like I wasn't the type of person that could draw you anything or anything like that, but, uh, it was just a lot of things around me that I'm realizing now that kind of led me to this. Like I always had good leadership skills and I was always my own person. I always know how to respect people just from playing football at an early age and always being a quarterback. Mm. And we was like, you know, we used to win. So I, you know, that was a big responsibility and that kind of helped mold me outside of football. So with everything I did, I was kind of a leader. But um, as far as like the style and everything else, like that's just come from my parents. Like if anybody meet, my mother, my father, those are the most stylish people I know. So I never thought about dressing people or mm -hmm. nothing like that. But I was always like fashionable. Like, you know, my yearbook, I was uh most most fashionable male like that. Okay. But I was never like, you know, you should do this, you know, artistic, you know. I I just did me. Mm -hmm. But to a lot of people they'll probably say, 
Yeah, you know, he was always kind of different. You always stood out yeah. from just the way everybody else was dressing. Yeah, I feel like I could still wear my I could still wear my clothes from high school, and that'd be all right. You know, I wouldn't be a bound. <laughs> okay, okay. So I wish I could say that. <laughs> yeah, twenty <laughs> years ago. Well, one, I don't own nothing from uh, high yeah, school, exactly. and even if I did, nah, nah uh, that that not. wouldn't translate yeah. in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, fit all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> we was also wearing our clothes a little bigger back yeah, then. Yeah, a little, just a little. Um. All right. So, how long? When did when did you? found all homage and eat. Matter of fact, whoa, 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 let's back up, let's back up. All homage, eat. Same thing, different? No, it's different. So um, okay. all homage came from, all right, so I started, um, I met this girl my junior year of college, um, and she had a camera. And ever since that day, I, I never put on a camera. And where'd you go to school? Where'd you Virginia, go to college? Yeah, Virginia State. Virginia State, okay. So um, I was doing that, and then uh, I was getting, you know, I was doing all right. I got like a gig with CIAA. Mm -hmm. I was getting paid like my first month of learning how to be, you know, take pictures. Mm -hmm. And so um, I had to brand myself, of course. So it was this dude named PJ. He he uh, he from around Minnesota, but he he went to Virginia State too. Okay. And so he used to always be like, man, pay some homage or something. He used to be asking like niggas for capones. He's like, man, pay homage. <laughs> man, you got some homage for me? Because <laughs> because PJ used to come around. He used to have a he used, to have a ten he used to have a 10 pack of Capones and he used to just p pass them joints out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, he's, so he used to come around, he ain't have a Capone. He's like, man, you got some homage for me? <laughs> to the point where he was saying it every day. So I was like, man, I'm all, it's all homage photography. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was all homage photography. And then um, Eat just came from my freshman year. Like, I, it was just, it's, it's the story, it's just me being broke and um, not being able to eat. So I just told myself, whatever I do from now on, I'm gonna eat. And then, you know, pay the full, always been, hot so I was you know everybody eats beef so I was like eat you know whatever I do I'm gonna eat I never thought of you I never thought I would start using eat to brand myself with photography because eat was like two years before all homage but it all just everything just kind of fell in place and then everything I do was really a part of me so you know I, I just incorporated all that with everything I do all homage photography and then eat that's the motto that's something i'm gonna live by to the day i die so photography was really your first foray into the creative world yeah photography yeah that was that was my my thing that's still my thing that's mm. what i like to do mm. my all time uh that's why that's why i always thought i was gonna be doing yeah I've, I've, <laughs> I've, i follow you and i've seen a lot of your shots and whatnot i was like okay all right yeah dude got an eye thank you for malik i know um I watched another interview. You said you don't even consider yourself like a designer. You consider yourself still like a photographer, right. creative first. So like, I also know at VSU that you, you also like did events, you did parties and through stuff like that. Yeah. So kind of how is photography and event planning and all that stuff funneled into how you run EAT? All right, so um, photography, well, since EAT is like, you know, bigger than my photography, I always try to, I always try to shoot my own products. Just so I can say, you know, yeah, if anybody asks, I'd be like, yeah, I took this picture, you know what I'm saying? But um, as far as like throwing the events and all that, how, how it all funneled together, that was always, that was all cool because when I when I finally did something, like I had, like when I, before I was doing like all this, I had, when I was just a photographer, I had 3,000 followers and I was getting like big likes, you know what I'm saying? Because all of my like followers, they really rock with me. Like, cause I, used to take, the, the way I got my photography hot was I had my camera every day. So I'd take pictures at anybody on campus. If you had like a nice fit, pretty girl, anybody. And it was a nice picture, so they wanted to repost it. So I had people from like everywhere following me, you know, after a while. So you, you take a picture of somebody every week, they posting your picture every week that you took, cause it looks so sweet. 
then shit, people get eventually gonna click your page. They see some good content. They gonna follow you. So you brought street, you brought you brought street style, street for, well, street style photography to the college campus. Yeah, which is it's, yeah, people been doing Tommy it. Tommy Tom approach. Yeah, people yeah. been doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, used to, I, I used to follow Tommy Tom. Yeah, all them guys. Tommy I was Tom, like, the Sartorialist, all them guys. But right, but I was like, I'm gonna highlight you. I'm gonna pay homage to you, and then mm. in, in exchange, you I know, so as long as I keep my content up, then people gonna wanna you know rock on me too. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I was like, I was like getting big love. So when people seen like all my moves and they, they seen my ups and downs, I'm very transparent on social media. I was even more transparent before, like when I was just a photographer. So like um, Broccoli City Fest, when I when I broke, when I when I took the pictures of Jaden Smith and Eric Badu and Future and all that, and then all the, the big websites started like taking the picture and like Jaden Smith spotted at Broccoli City Fest, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like big joints, like, you know, the, the blogs with a million followers, you know, reposting mm -hmm. your picture and you ain't get no credit for it. And I told my followers that, so they, and they seen that. So they was, those, these people going under pictures, you know, commenting my name, like just for a photographer. So they like, yeah, you gotta get a watermark, finally get a watermark. Mm -hmm. They like, man, we happy, you probably, you putting that joint everywhere. So eventually they like, man, shit, make some t-shirts. Cause you know, they just support you. Like we just support you, you know what I'm saying? At this point, I'm already putting stickers around the city. So they like, you know, them stickers cool, but we didn't wear a shirt my friends you know so i just made some shirts for them and then um it was that was it after that everybody wanted a shirt okay yeah. so i ain't never like so that's why i'm like i wasn't a designer like man i'm just I, i'm just making because i i i get it you know standing in your lane and things like that i get it on an artistic level so it was like man i was always just like look i don't know what the fuck going on like people want these shirts you know what i'm saying i'm broke <laughs> i'm gonna give them these shirts <laughs> i ain't trying to step on nobody's toes and you know that's how i came in the game but Eventually it was just like, all right, this is bigger than you. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Now you gotta learn. Now you gotta learn how to do it. That's how he. That's when he come in. Okay. So now, now I'm studying it, getting better quality things, um, doing things. Yeah, I'm doing things better than I ever was since I met him. You know what I'm saying? Since I met him, I got the adore you, my bad. I got you know sublimation and direct agama and stuff that I was like just holding off on. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I was just like, man, I'm gonna just keep doing this. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like you a designer, bro. Like you gotta be a designer. This is what you do. So respect it because this your yeah, and this is your Absolutely. name. So study it. Make and everything sure. I, and everything else I ever wanted to do is you don't consider it studying because you just want to do it. Like I remember standing up late on YouTube finding out what the ISO was because I I taught myself photography, but I ain't consider it studying. But now it's like. I'm clocking in like yeah, I gotta figure exactly. out what this is and how to get it made and this this manufacturer will ask about this how how, how you want it how this material and all I gotta learn this stuff so now it's like I'm coming into my own but I wish that I had like I don't wish I had like a little pause button because it's like the the brand is bigger than me so I got people asking for stuff that I have no idea how to make <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying but I think that I'm a year I'm a year and a half in I don't know that, too many people that was, that was making you know like. <laughs> Underwear and uh, baby suits a year and nah, a half. In, you know what I'm saying? That ties back into just like even how the acronym elevate all, all the time. time. Yeah, I gotta like, catch up to myself. I yeah. gotta catch up to the hype. So I gotta catch up to the hype. So that's what I've been trying to do. You don't do okay. it by yourself. You know, you gotta learn from someone. I mean, you definitely want to make sure not only that you have all the tools of your trade, but you are an expert at using them and right. knowing how to like you like the acronym says elevate, elevate all, the all the time. You know what I mean? I know I've talked with Doyle before about this. We'll just talk about DC and fashion and whatnot. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I, I tell him, people like yourself are needed in the city. You know, you have a lot of connections within the fashion industry. You know how the industry works, you know, and um, we have long since passed the time where DC was a self-sustained, had its own self-sustaining fashion industry, which I want to talk about a little later. But, you know, 
I think that it's amazing that the two of y'all decided to come together to do this event. Um, it's coming up on November 11th, Saturday, November 11th, here at Flea Market Gallery. Um, enemies versus Eat pop up, battle to uplift the city. Save your money, man. Save your <laughs> yeah, money till right. November 11th where you can cash out, man. That's yeah, what I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah, they talking about resale value already. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. We're trying to build a culture. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's so sad, like, what happened from the from the past to now. Like, the era of madness and we are one and, and all days and all these companies that were making great money and it was all self-sustained from the city. You know, those days... I'm not saying that we shouldn't accept other brands from outside, but like, you might as well rock with who rock with you. We out here, like, to be honest, me and Malik's relationship, I, we never really met until I knew Malik's older brother, Melvin, before I met Malik. Okay, and I so knew, let's let's hold that. Because oh. like I said, I want to talk about what you're about to go into okay. later. All right. So let's talk about how the two of y'all met. Oh, through his brother, Melvin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right back to that. Like, to be honest, Melvin is a childhood friend of one of my best friends from uh, from my younger years. Mm -hmm. So that established, we already had a, like a relationship and I used to go up to Melvin every time I see him and be like, you know, we should do something together. Yeah, It'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> for months, my, my brother would uh, be like, yeah, my man you he'd show me like, my man Doyle, yeah, he said, come holler. I said, all right, bet, let's go holler. I just never did, you know? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm weird with like timing, bro, but, but every time I, Every time, you know, every spoken like things, a true creative. Every time things do get in motion, it's it's the right time. It's the perfect time, and it's it always fluid. Like I'm 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 just big on like the, that's just how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew I wanted to do it, but I know how I work, and still I just be like, right, let's go do it. That's when it's time to do it. Mm -hmm. And basically, like we, I have been wanting to do it. I've been wanting to do it for a while. Like anyone ever asked me who do you want to collaborate with, I got to collaborate with a lot of people. Like I I made stuff for museum. I did stuff with like sample. I did stuff with other people. At this point, it's just like, why not get with somebody else who's doing the same thing? Mm. But like Malik brings a lot to the table. It's it's, it's a fifty thousand following is not is not something that's common. Like right. I'm nowhere near that. But like at the same time, like I wanted to help Malik because there was a lot of shots people was taking in Malik. Just, he just didn't have resources for. Mm. Shots like what? Like, like, man, oh man, I can't believe, uh, like this is on Twitter. I can't, man, if I see another motherfucker pay $30 for for iron on patch, man, I'm gonna kill myself, man. I can't believe y'all doing this. This shit is so unoriginal, man. This shit looks tacky. I can't believe, you know, I'm just like, all right, bro. But like now they can't say nothing. To be honest, it, it, it shows a lot about a man who can't see the wave. Mm. To be honest, I think I'm the best designer on God's green earth. That's how you supposed it's to be. Not, it's not like, like we can talk about anything. Like if you give me the, the uh, option to make it then we, we could go to war like it's no big deal but like with Malik he didn't have those options and but you're not seeing I, I want to say there's two types of dudes in this city it's gonna be the dudes that see something wrong and talk about it and it's gonna be dudes that see something wrong and be like bro let me help mm -hmm. let me get some money which let me let me you could do this better you know what I'm saying and, and those are people you definitely and unfortunately it's more than, it's more of one and the other but it's enough of the other because for us to keep the city floating and making sure we in the forefront because being the person who sees something wrong and want to help that's that means you get that person has to do some work it's, and I don't easy, know what they're it's, it's, it's easy to criticize yeah, and just be like and sitting no, on the sidelines and whatnot our city is just infiltrated with people who are just 
okay with just hating on somebody yeah. for no reason. Like you see somebody doing good and you just can't say, I wish I was him. And it's what it really is. It's like saying, I wish you I had his success. I look at Malik's success and I'll be like, man, I wish I had that success. But I'm not like, I'm not from the era where you get mad and yeah, write subliminal relate. hates on, on relate, social yeah. media. I just want to get in the ring and be like, let's, let's, Enemies versus Shit, let me get with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, let, no, or like, let's let me make some clothes and let's let's do this. Let's go square head up. That's like, how let's I was, compete. That, and that's how I was taught. That's how I was brought up. You know what I'm saying? You see somebody doing something good, man. See if you can do something right. with them. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you if you bring something to the table, why not? I think I, I think there are definitely probably more, way more supporters than haters. It's just. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the age old the haters situation. are just louder. Haters, haters are more. And then vocal. the haters got too many supporters. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You got too many people who just want to ride bandwagons away for somebody else to be the influencer that mark something cool before they go ahead and do it. You know the thing is so. about this DC. But that's not like, DC, right? right. Like, yeah, not, exactly. We, like, we don't need that. We don't need validation. Like, we never needed it. We roll with ourselves. Like yeah. that's how it goes. I like mean, we're not we're not the town where we like look at another town and be like, oh my god, we the town and be like, oh, we can do better. It's always how it's been. Even today, now, even in the new Straight DC, up. like people still thinking like, "Oh, I can see some shit over there." I'm I like, "I can do better." I can, oh yeah, well, I That's can one thing me. I like. I can say about Malik. Like, there's a whole bunch of people who just see something and just straight up hate. Malik will see some shit. He'll say, "We can do better than that." Yeah, like you know, I don't like this about. It. I'm gonna let you know. Right. I don't like this. I mean, I don't care. You know what it matters to you, but I'm not gonna go out my way to tell people that I don't like something, knowing that's going down, knowing that could hurt you. You know what I'm saying? That's not. That's not a no. That's not man time. So you, know you said you've learned a lot from Doyle. Doyle, what have you learned? Oh, working with Malik. Oh, Malik is Malik is like he won't will say he, he he won't say he's a celebrity. He's a bona fide <laughs> celebrity in this town. Bigger than you any, are, man. You are any of his any of any of his contemporaries in his age division cannot compare. And somebody gonna get mad that I said that, but it's true. It's like he has the following. Me and him had the same lawyer, so I'm a little privy to some information that people might not be. <laughs> he killing them. He killing everybody. He killing I mean, y'all, me. Y'all, 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 y'all have lawyers. <laughs> you know? So, like, did, did y'all hear that? They have lawyers. Like, this, once again, another step that's necessary. Something else is necessary like, and just, so, like, solidifying your business. To be honest, like, we all, me and Malik, on the same, we was on the same team before we even knew yeah, we, we was on the same other, team. we need each other equally, you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, I just want to make sure that he can get whatever he want. Same thing with him, like there's things he can get that I can't get. And then we just equally work it off. Like it's no big deal. Like we want to see each other succeed. It's no big deal. Like even when we go to big companies, mm. like they want both of us. And that's or, what, that's what we like, that's what, that's what we missing. That's what they missing because we see that, but a lot of people don't see that. Like your hat, your shirt, your pants, your socks, everything is different. People think if you get dressed in DC, you wearing a brand that's all you could wear. I'm like, what? Shit, they can have on some and they can have an enemy's hoodie with the E hat. Shit. Yeah. Like that's what it is. And this was really like when we got together, like it's about like us winning. It's not like even those enemies versus E, but like that's a lot of marketing ploys yeah, that we try to use to draw people in, like fake drama, but like at the same thing, like we have preached this pop up as solidarity from the beginning. Like us getting together to make everyone from DC feel proud to be from DC or the surrounding area or whatever. Whoever rock with us. You're going to be proud that we're going to take it to the next level. I always appreciate Doyle's confidence in anything he does. To be honest with you, the reason we take it to the next level is not for just our success. 
We want to raise the bar so we can compete with the other big towns. Yeah, right. right. We yeah. want we want to put DC on the map like it's right. supposed to be because everybody getting their style from us. Right. I want to go to D. I want to go to New York and be like, oh, that's that motherfucker from DC. I gotta like, go see. We gotta go see him, and that's know? what it's getting to. Mm-hmm. And I can't take my my hype and just ride like you know just ride that wave like that. I gotta bring more hype to it. Like it can't just be. They can't just come here for it and just be like, oh, we only coming here for eat. Mm-hmm. If they know about this. And shit, that give them even more reason to come. You know what right. I'm saying? People go to New York and LA to see one fucking store. Facts. That's crazy. And stand in line to be at one be on, store. Yeah, Fairfax. I was just there a couple be weeks ago. Be at one LA. store for hours and hours, and for the rest of their trip, they don't do nothing. 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 Just to get one T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, from like a, and that that, that, that yep. made their trip. Yep. We can do that. Yeah. And that's what we're gonna do. That that kind of reminds. Before I get to my question of what Doyle said in our last episode that we interviewed you, you said, and you kind of alluded to this earlier because of the internet, it kind of diluted the demand for dc oh yeah based stuff, like it's right? like it's like bro if you out there and you're going to pay 60 dollars for a used supreme shirt with a sweat ring around the neck right, right. you nasty right. that's yeah. what it is but Doyle yeah. said it you nasty you need to take a bath you need to take a bath <laughs> with your shirt on if you got a sweat ring around it but sorry right. i just <laughs> yeah something use right. some chemicals don't not use no chemicals i apologize no don't. no you good you good yeah. <laughs> but i think i think the old, the older brands, they were defensive about that, and I, I guess I can be understand it because you, they weren't really that hit to the internet. Like, they to, keep to, the, the, to be right. honest with you, the older brands, they was eating so good. Right. They was eating great off of and, what they and, were and doing. And to be honest right? with you, like a lot of the older brands showed us love. Yeah, Eddie Van, yeah. I ain't never met Eddie Van before. I clearly knew who Eddie Van was. I got Eddie love for Eddie Van you. Madness. That's awesome. They had to pop up at Ubik, and Eddie Van walked all the way across the floor and shook my hand and said, "It's a pleasure to meet you." And I felt more honored. I, I would have been. I was more honored than if I shook Mark Jacobs' hand. Mm-hmm. Up. To be honest, yeah. like straight up, Eddie Van is the man. He even founded Madness. He had a store in California. He did it way before anybody ever thought about doing it. For me, like he was hey, the boy. one, you hey, know. Hey, and I, I want, like, I want him to always know, like we. I, I was wearing his clothes back in the day. Like, we want to do the same thing now, but just a more updated version. Right. Yeah. That, which is what I'm getting to. Is like it seems like this new generation which is spearheaded by you two is is taking offense as opposed to us being defensive back in the day but also y'all are more privy to the advent of you know social media and y'all know how to like use the tool right because yeah. you're kind of like born into it almost you know right. what I mean? basically we made new balance is tight absolutely and DC did that for new balance and new balance ain't give a damn about what dc had going on say it again if we did that for new balance and we could do that for us, but we got it. And that's and, and that's why I challenge myself. I got to get them something they could be proud of and that they want to be proud of like that. So a lot of times that just make me say, I got to step my game up. I ain't doing enough yet. If I got, if, if I don't make people proud to wear this, even and, and say, shit, man, it's some DC shit, man. And this shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because when DC motherfuckers packing their bag to go out of town, when they do go out of town, they taking them 990s with them. They take them 993s with them because it's some DC shit. I was, I, I was in that's Jamaica. And that's what I'm trying to I, I was in Jamaica so and I knew every DC person just because those, those 990s. And that's, and, that's the challenge, <laughs> and that's the challenge for that's the challenge for us too. We yeah. gotta we gotta step we gotta step it up and supply that demand to the point where we're like, man, I, I wanna be a part of this. And it don't matter who you are, you can see the bum on the streets or you can see the freshest dude in the club, they all got 990s, bro. I'm trying to do that with eat, you know. It's not limited to anything. And if we could do that, and I and and I seen it done, cause we did it for New Balance. We did we did that for New Balance, and they, now they showing us love, and we finally got a new shoe after damn near 20 years of wearing their damn shoes. Yeah, yeah. So um, if we could do it for New Balance, then hell yeah, we could do it for us. But that was just a that's just something I always been watching. Like, it can, it's possible. 
you just got to make something that because there's people that don't like each other it's hoods that don't like each other they all wear the same shoes right everybody you know what i'm saying you can do it. it it's possible you can do it to have every single person in the city wearing a brand it can happen it all can right happen. let me ask y'all gotta do this segment that we do on every episode now critical place theory it's three things you love three things you hate about the city where you live y'all ready yeah because it's two of y'all so we won't be here all night okay. talking about three we things can... that each of y'all love and hate. So y'all can just two two. whatever you want to do. You go first. I, I mean, y'all love... talked about some things already. But you, you say know. what you love. I can tell you whatever because you know no, everybody thinks I'm the angry old man first. anyway. I want to end on a good note. I hate um, what do I hate in D.C.? I hate. I don't damn. I don't really hate nothing. Go ahead. I don't hate nothing about <laughs> the city. Like straight up. Well, to be honest, the the big problem is is like we don't have good solidarity. Mm -hmm. There's factions that get together. There's a lot of people in the middle who will support each faction, which mm -hmm. is cool. Like we, we appreciate that. But like it ain't even about like personal shit at that point. Mm -hmm. It's about you elevating our people and we are so happy that you're doing that because it's good for me too. Mm -hmm. Yes. And those be the same people that, that that preach to you, man, in the city, man. You can't come together, crabs in the barrel. Like I was just talking about this, like that crabs in the barrel shit. Like a lot of people can't a lot of people born in that barrel, but a lot of people make a choice to be in that barrel. Mm -hmm. I ain't never been in that borough because in the moment or when you look in that shit, it's easy to say, I could easily say, man, I, I hate that. I hate that niggas, man, niggas be like, you know, hating and doing like all this little shit on the side and whatever. But at the end of the day, like I just started like developing this mindset. Like it's way more love and it's way more support. The sad part is, is that some of those people just be the, the higher ups, yeah, quote unquote. But outside of that, like, Man, it's it's way more love in the city than it is hate, but and you get back what but, you put out. But me, I'm I'm defensive, you know what I'm saying? So so when somebody so when I feel like I'm being attacked, I don't get, I don't I don't look at the love. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I and I I kind of like try to adjust my my thinking of that because I feel like I'm disrespecting my supporters. Like that's human nature. Like it's people that show me love every day, all day. Yeah. And you know, I don't repost I don't repost all they love or I don't talk about all they love, but as soon as somebody say some wild shit, I want to talk about how somebody hating on me or say, you know, like that. And that's just I, human I get, nature. We focus on the negative. To the no, negative. Yeah. This is how it is. We give too much energy to the negative that we've let it become the identity. Mm -hmm. And it's really not the identity, especially for like this renaissance period. Like, yeah, we still got them, but it's more of us. And, and we need to remember that and focus on that. So if you ask me, the city is love. It's, That's it's wise just, words. Just, the city That's is wise love. Words from the young city man. is love. If I had to pick one side, the city is love. All right, so give me one more thing before we, we move on. Whether about what? Love, oh, hate, hate. whatever. What I love about the city? The real DC fuck with us. Yeah, I love the entitlement, man. What is, define the real DC. We talking about Chocolate City. We talking about the old DC. Old DC is so happy about what me and Malik are doing. Mm -hmm. Every hood I go into, yeah, I be in the hood. If you don't believe me, Go to the hood and ask about me. Nah, Doyle, but, Doyle like, is certified. <laughs> he is definitely certified. But regardless, like, they are so happy about what we're doing. They thought they never seen in a million years. Me and Malik are doing something that is uncommon for our nature as DC and DMV people. Absolutely. It is like, I honestly believe that our move will permanently change our town. Mm-hmm. I bring this to the table, you bring this to the table, let's get together and let's do something big for everyone. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's what it is. Okay. I want to take it back to just like the simple aspects of your brands, which are the logos. Everything starts from the logo. Yeah. And I, uh, when I, I rock with y'all brands so much because the logos are so simple, but dope. They pop. 
So, and I know for both of you, the stories behind how the, the logos were created are different, but also kind of happened just from ha happenstance or just by like luck, yeah. right? Like you, you rocking with a homie who was like just offered to do a logo for you. Yeah, he didn't even offer. He just he didn't tell me he was doing. It. He just DM'd he just it to it. me. He was like, "Yeah, I made this on my phone. Eat logo was made on the phone." That's great. And then I, I know Photoshop, for Illustrator, none of that shit. for enemies, you you were like playing around with different yeah. stuff and you found Giant fabric. <laughs> right in an Joy accident yeah. I lifted the heat press and was like oh this don't fucking suck <laughs> yes <laughs> so so for the, the the people who are trying to like get on y'all level or who the next up and coming wave of fashion designers the people who want to design dope brands like what would be your keys or like tips of advice on like picking a logo because everything don't, branches out from that you don't know? reach like I mean I ain't have a choice with my logo bro. bruh it's, it's gonna come to you yeah, the moment when it you. comes you'll know it's special. Like I, I can't, I can't really like describe it. But like when you see it, you, it's just something that just gra you gravitate yeah, towards just, it, and you know it's it. It's just for you, yeah. It's yeah, just, you it's know it's yours. You. I you know knew I needed a watermark, but I ain't, you know. Yeah, I, 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 and I was bullshitting on asking people to make me a logo to give my watermark, but it took for my pictures to get stolen. And my man said, "Man, that's fucked up. Let me go ahead, make you a jump, bro. Made that joint. It took for all that. You know what I'm saying? That's just how the universe works. You know what I'm saying? Everything with me." It's been a series of fortunate and unfortunate events that led to something great. So if you if you going for the logo and the brand and all that, don't reach and do it for the love. Like don't do it to make money. I was working when I first started my brand. I was still going to work. You know what I'm saying? And don't and, and you should expect the same thing. Don't just expect to make money. Expect to get your work out. And in return, you know. Oh yeah, to, to be honest with you, don't get in this to make money though. No, because it's a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> I tell people all the time. Don't get into I tried to creative make money, just to make money, and I just failed yeah, every time. And I just had to follow. Like, I don't. To be honest with you, if I could just support my life doing what I'm doing right now, I'll be happy. I mean, because to be honest with you, when you get into something creative to make money out the gate, one or two things gonna happen. You gonna make that money, but it's gonna is going to deter from the quality that you think that you're putting out. And number two, the other thing that can happen is it's like you're just going to be extremely disappointed yeah. when you're not making no money out money the gate. Money is a big distraction, you know? You know? And it, and it's and, and money, it's like, you know, it's, it fluctuates. It's, it's a wave of you can have a lot and think this is your lifestyle, and then the next three months be a whole, way, whole different wave. You're like, damn, you know, you got to be able to adjust your lifestyle, especially that's any – Body starting a business for themselves. Like you might think it's this because you've been doing this for six months, but that shit could change real fast. You gotta adjust. You gotta be ready for that that storm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's That's all about any being business. a businessman. Yeah, like, my dad. It's a small business at the end of the day. Like Malik's dad. Like I knew who Malik's dad was before I knew who Malik was, or or Melvin, his older brother. Mm -hmm. Like you know, he's he's a legend. But like my dad, like we all learned everything from our dad. I think, like mm -hmm. especially like with the business. The thing I've noticed about a lot of people in D.C. is that they want people to win unless they, until you start winning more than them. And it's not even about, like, they, well, they hating, but they don't know they hating. Mm -hmm. They're going to find all these reasons to say they're not hating and why your shit not good. But what's really bothering them is that you booming. And, and the thing about it, everybody want to be the man. Everybody can't be the man. Everybody, I was, thank you for saying. I that. was like, yeah, thank I, you for I, saying. I, I hope that. I don't sound cocky enough like that. Like I was nah, born, I was born to be who I was supposed. to. I can't tell you how to be me. They call if me. If anybody cocky, else would have did what I, if I'd have write everything I did in my life on paper, and somebody else do the same shit, they wouldn't be me. 
I was born to be the man, but it's, it's so many people that's the man because they good at doing what the fuck they do. Yeah. And they're good at doing their job. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Well, that's, that's something that I appreciate Everybody about the younger shine. generation. <laughs> that's something I appreciate about the younger generation. Like, younger generation is definitely not so hell bent on being the man. Like, older generations, like, even like people doiling me our age, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of us, we still like, nah, man, like, this our shit. It's only like this us. Yeah. And can't nobody else come over here. Like right. this, like market territory. Like we're not in the streets, bro. Like we selling. We we we're doing creative yeah. shit. Like it's supposed to be a happy place. Yeah. <laughs> right. Everybody, everybody want to shine, to, to but be, they don't understand. Like the, the motherfucker shining got the most problems. To bro. be honest, though, like the more DC got away from the streets, nobody nobody realized everybody needed to eat at that point. The hood made sure people ate back in the day. Yeah, like you know, everybody. like nowadays, you go to a club, you go somewhere, even if you somebody or something, people try to play you fifty depending on your influence at that time. Yes, yes. hoods even changed. It's, they start on GoFundMe's when people die. GoFundMe. It used to be people that it used to be OGs that paid for that, paid for funerals and shit like that. I mean, the streets have changed definitely. Yeah. Um, but that, but but back to the point though, like, like everybody just want to shine, and I don't get it. Like you is the man. And he's just as man as, as much as me, and he got so much shit he don't gotta worry about because I got the spotlight right now, and that's that's the biggest confusion. Like, and that's the problem with DC. Wow, period. I'm so niggas happy that Malik niggas would rather, and, and and even not not even with like starting anything up. Niggas period would rather shine than really have it. Yeah, like, that's the truth. I mean, we're in a day where fame is more of a goal than you oh, know. I'm sorry, I gotta say, it. having like wealth and 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 building a legacy. Like people just want to be on they for the moment. They think that shit tight. You know, like, fuck I want having, having all the likes, all the followers. Bruh. You know what I mean? DMs popping, all be, of that. People, it's be, your favorite people with a hundred thousand followers don't have hundred thousand dollars. Talking about Malik and don't realize that he's winning. He winning. He winning. He winning more than me, and I'm in 30 stores. He winning more. And the hater out there that got something to say, he just mad that Malik's winning. By the way, tell tell people the stores that you're in if they don't know. Oh, I'm in 20 shoe cities. You're talking about enemies. Every single, enemies. enemies forever is in 20 shoe cities all across the Maryland, the DMV area, and Washington, D.C. And we're in nine Chusett or nine downtown locker rooms in in the D.C. area. Where yeah yeah I got uh all all my enemy stuff from the uh, Shoe City at Wheaton. Oh Mall, I appreciate so that I appreciate that. But I want to take it back to before you was in stores. Something that y'all can both relate to is taking advantage of the pop up revolution, mm. right? And y'all all, all kind of did it well, in different ways, right? That's like it, to be honest. Awesome. I won't go first on this mm. one, but like to be honest with you, me and Malik did it the exactly opposite way. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I got gifted by. To be honest with you, there's a person that's really, really responsible for a lot of things that have happened over the past two years, and it was the creative director of Ubik, Paul Lee. Mm -hmm. Paul Lee thought it was a good idea that he would put the DC culture on, represent the DC culture through pop-ups through the Ubik influence. He gave me the first one. He started a movement where he started putting DC on the map. And he used the Ubik thing to do it. Now Malik, on the other hand, he went the other route. He went to all the other pop-ups where you would do with other people, and he dominated the scene. He was like Mike Tyson in the early 90s. Nah, mm. what, we, what, we really did, what we really did was, like starting it off was, all right, so I was out of my trunk at this point. Yeah. I'm out of my trunk just putting up different places, whatever. So I hollered my man, J-Rock. He's like, man, you can't just keep doing it like this. You know what I'm saying? I met him uptown one day at the studio. We had already went to school together. We was already cool. He's like, man, you can't really keep doing it like this. Like, what do you see like this joint going? I was like, for real, for real, like, 
you know, because I was a photographer, I was shooting a lot. Of, that's why I used to I used to shoot other people's brands. So I was like, man, it's a lot of people doing it like this, and I want to create like a marketplace type thing or whatever. So our thing was, all right, bet we're gonna do business. Let's try to keep everything, you know, all intact. So we went to Touche, black-owned uh, business, and we was like, what's your what's your slowest day? He was like Tuesday. He's like, all right, give us a Tuesday happy hour, and we gonna set up a marketplace for people to come shop for this, 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 and this, because. A lot of people just want to have it. They don't want to order and things like that. And a lot of people just, it's easier for, you know, people with, with the product. So that's what we started doing. And then once they saw, like, what was happening, other people just like, man, these people, like, because J-Rock is a, is a promoter. He's a businessman like that. So they like, damn, they make, they buy doing, like, this on a Tuesday. And he's selling clothes. And they, like, making a whole different, like, atmosphere or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's when other people was like, all right. Uh, you want to do a pop-up shop here? You want to do a pop-up shop here? But then it got to the point where it was like, all right, um, I can't. I'm not about to be doing a pop-up shop. Be charging at the door. My people trying to buy my clothes. So Malik did like the Master P come up. Like hey. the No Limit Records. Mm -hmm. Like he went it, independent, straight did his own thing. Our infrastructure, that's how we built it. We didn't, because we didn't built it, you know, ask for favors. I've always been a cross promoter. People that's on my level, because those people that's hungry and that's going to motherfuckers that need to eat just like I gotta eat at the end of the day because when you reach high motherfuckers be putting you on the back burner you know what I'm saying I get it now because there's people that's not on my level that ask me to do that I'm like that's not that's not how you do it yeah you gotta make some noise so so that's how that's how we that's how we that's how we brought it up you know what I'm saying from from the get-go is just never needing to ask nobody for nothing I didn't people ask me all the time man what did you start how did you do it? I'm like bro I didn't do none of this when I started the brand I got on the internet right and I was googling shit and I got a couple samples and I got a couple terrible samples and I wasted a lot of money until I figured it out and I still ain't figured it out but that was just you know like a start you yeah. know what I'm saying so the goal is to never have to never need no favors right and that's the thing like when it, when you bring it to the table it's like we can't really do nothing for them because if you know if we don't take it it's still going to go all this is still going to sell so it's like and that's the leverage you want to have, though. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, back to the pop-ups, is like the OG brands, because it was, the DC community was more willing to pay for DC stuff. They could afford to have that brick-and-mortar establishment. Right. And no, pay I'll for that consistently. with you, with, with what happened back then was just an anomaly, because the internet didn't exist. Yeah, I got that. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, it's just store. like, right. like right. Yeah, it's not even that, like, to be honest, like, people... It was more pride to go to your local madness shop than to go to like Morton's, right? Or some other place that's just not like you know it might got some stuff, but it ain't the stuff that you want. And madness yeah. back in the day, madness was the vinyl king. They had your name on the back, your number. Like they had the ill buckets yeah, with yeah, the patches. Exactly. I mean, madness was selling Gucci sneakers. Niggas had to go to Madness to get their Gucci. Before Sabiato decided to go Straight ahead and up. do it. Yep. And I, I'm saying it. And I talk to me about how I feel about Sabiato off the air. But yeah, nonetheless, um, I'm glad that you, I'm glad, Matt, that you asked that. I'm glad y'all brought this up because even just looking at the um the promotion that y'all are doing for the event um on the 11th, you know, you definitely I like that y'all use the the Basquiat, the Jean Michel Basquiat, Andy Andy Warhol that boxes boxing imagery, but. <laughs> The one thing that I immediately thought of when I saw that both of y'all were doing an event together and called it Battle to Uplift the City um, was the uh, DC Scorpio versus Fat Rodney battles that used to happen back in the day, like in 88. They'd um, get up, junkyard shows, rear essence shows, wherever. A staged battle. They was cool. They was friends before, but they decided like, yo, 
DC Scorpio, he had already like gotten a deal or whatnot. Um, as the first, he was the first rapper from DC signed to a major label at that time. But he, I remember you telling me about this. Yes, yes, I told you I wanted to bring this up. Mm -hmm. So Fat Rodney hit up uh, DC Scorpio. Was like, yo, how can we bring this rap thing? to DC, cause both of us are rapping, you know, we're known for this, but like DC ain't a rap time. DC was super go-go then, as it was for many years after that. Um, and they staged the whole battle, you know what I mean? Just to, cause they said, cause DC Scorpio said in this, um, this one interview he did with um, T-My Go-Go, he said, it has to be staged as a battle in order to like get people interested. Yeah, they want that's gonna You know what I mean? Is. And I think just even going back to the point you make about, made about like, there weren't a lot of options like even back, especially back then, there weren't a lot of options for people just in terms of just like creative outlets, going to go see this, then the third. People still just, if it wasn't a go-go show, people was going to R&B shows to be honest back with then. You, and they was going to, they I, was going to madness it's true. to get fits and but things like, like that I'm in Georgetown. You, I'm gonna tell you like this whole marketing scheme. Like I was planning this before it ever happened. I made the enemies forever, made all the versus shirts to Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather made Ian Connor versus ASAP Bari. Then that, I made that Watch the Thrones joint. That's then I made the shit, Watch bro. the Throne shirt. But that's actually what got me into the big stores. I had to make some hype beast stuff, but like it all set up for this event. Eat versus enemies. It's really like this was all the setup. I don't want to sound like I'm some kind of fake like a mastermind. It's not really, but it's I mean, what you, has you, to you happen be a for mastermind. us to win. <laughs> like to be <laughs> honest, at that. the end of the day, like I am who I am. Like what, it, what he has. And what I don't have, and what I do have, and what he doesn't have, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Like, and yeah. also, and also, something that really makes this work. Same thing that these two guys I just mentioned, Fat Rodney, DC Scorpio, had that y'all have is like y'all are in the streets with the people. You know yeah. what I mean? And that is what made their battle so exciting at that time. Like you can hear in the background, you know what I mean? They like going on each other and everything. But like I said, at the end of the day, they knew they wanted to. They had a goal, they wanted to bring the city out, and they knew they had to do this because they had their own followers from different sides of the city to come out. And so that's something that's definitely helping y'all too. A lot of people aren't in the streets. We want to I care about my people. city too much. My, the validation here is all I need. I don't need anybody yeah. from anywhere else to fuck with eat. And that's how I people feel. Here fuck with I represent me. the people who represent me. That's why I drop my shit here. And that's another reason, like, I went from like, I was probably like 5,000 followers and October last year, and then by the end of the summer, I was at like 20 something. So, and it's, so that's definitely, you know, people from other that's places, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So people from other places, they hit me up like, man, what's up? Or it's even like military people, or people in college or right. whatever, they like, man, you don't got no website, you don't got no website, and for the longest, I could have made, I could have had a website made way more money, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but for yeah. the longest, I was just like, nah, that shit for DC. Right. Cause when I first made Eat, it was only gonna be for me and my friends. Mm -hmm. When they first came back to me, it was like, man, everybody asked me for my shirt. I had a thought like, shit. We could just be them niggas that just wait to eat, know I know about it, and they like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? That was like cool to me. So, and that's just, that's how I carried out with my my product still. Like shit gonna drop for the city first. It's gonna be at a pop up shop first before it touch online. I'll be mm -hmm. waiting like two weeks before I put some shit online. Mm -hmm. People be mad, but it's just like I'm doing it for the city, and I just hope they, they you know, see that. Right. You know. I want to talk about since both of y'all have brands that are in high demand, especially here. And that demand is growing. I want to talk about like distribution and, and, and production, right? Like, so 
it's like the way I see it is like two ways of going about it. You could just produce in mass to kind of meet demand. So like go to Alibaba and buy a bunch of bunch of shirts. I don't even know if that's like the the go to joint, right? Yeah, get it in bulk. It's, yeah, it's a lot of ways. Or you can go like maybe the Supreme route and just like have limited releases. And if you buy it, you buy it. If you don't, you don't. You can you know charge up a little bit extra because that's like right. My goal, release. my goal is uh, I just thought you know like outsourcing for real. Because uh, I was just, I just didn't trust it at first. I had a bad experience with that. But my goal, I mean, outsourcing is definitely better now. It's more cost efficient. But my goal is once we get there, once we get to that level where I can charge 100 a shirt, I want my clothes to be able to say, you know, made in the USA. That, 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 um, that's important for me. That's mm -hmm. important to me. So, but other than that, you know, I'm just getting it for the low, the lowest, the nearest, the lowest and the nearest, man. Hell me, yeah. I feel like. I want to go to the to the highest level for my customer, and I want I want to give it to them at the fairest price. Like I don't want to have to. I'm in this struggle with my customer. Like mm -hmm. it's like you don't have to. I don't want you to think like you got to pay everything for what I got. I want to give it to you at a fair price where you can afford it. To be honest, Supreme is a fair price company. It if is. you're buying it at fair. regular price, it's you very know, fair. It's very and fair. like that's what I want to it's be at, fair. and I want to make accessible. I would like the demand to be like that same thing, but at the same time, like that's what I'm about. Like. I want it to be like everyone looks at us like we doing fair business. Like you yeah. getting the money, like you pay money and you get something and you getting what you pay for. We want to elevate to what the customer really wants. Yeah, you know, I have my sales and things like that. Sometimes people complain about the prices, but not a lot. And it's like a lot of value in it too. Cause people, somebody told me yesterday in the club, he was like, man, I need to get one of them eight hats now because man, every time I go somewhere, I, I make sure I wear it. Everybody in the, um, Everybody in the airport uh, know, know it's D.C., man. I went to Puerto Rico. People knew that was D.C. I had a hat on, you know? So that's tight to me, you know what I'm saying? So I want to, yeah, like, like he said, you know, I'm here with you, you know what I'm saying? I want you to have it. When I meet certain people, I can give them the shirt off my back. Shit, I want you to have this. So before I ask this next question, because um, I don't be going nowhere like I used to. I'm still cool, though. <laughs> I just don't be going nowhere. Um, What's some of the, the best places to hang out now in terms of like nightlife in, in, in the city? You sound like you be going out a lot, Malik. Oh, shit, I got a whole roster for you. <laughs> run it, man, run it, because I'm also ask, I'm also ask uh, both of y'all. I got a lot of my men as promoters. I'm about to get that. I'm going to ask both of y'all about restaurants in a second. Mondays, on Mondays, <laughs> oh, Mondays I'm at Rose Bar. Uh, shout out to my man Cash Rote, J-Rock Runs Tuesdays. Tuesdays, I'm at uh, Halftime for Happy Hour. And then I might be at St. Eve's like I was yesterday. Wednesdays, we at Saks. That's the best party of the whole week. Thursdays, um, we at Stadium. Shout out to my strippers up Stadium. Shout out to my Let's man stay hard. Drake. Fridays, we at Peace Lounge. Got a lot of respect for strippers. That's the kick up day. We just kick out <laughs> feedback, smoke some hoogie, listen to some good, some good tunes. Peace Lounge Friday. Saturday is Leisure. Um, and then Sunday, we got Ozio Day Party, Griffin Day Party. Capital at night. Alright, so now y'all know. I'm a busy man. Yeah. Don't call me. Just listen to this episode. Don't look for door. This is the place to be. This my, is my, the party. My, my club, my club nights are, are, are long since over. I do oh, like club we nights. We got a party every as long as day. We got things, a party every day of the week. Matter of fact, Saturday we got sound check. My bad. My man, my man Drake, my right hand man Drake, he had promoted for sound check. Saturday sound check. Okay. They got LeBron to come through. Okay. That's All right. Okay. But see, hold on. I, I just I just want to say that hey 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 hey, hey I just want to say for Doyle Doyle pull up with two joints with the with the enemies hoodies on and shit you like know, that bro. To be honest with you guys, shit, you know 
You guys know that the enemy's girls go to. If you went to Annandale, you'd have seen the enemy's girls too. There's all kinds of enemy's girls. Yes, over there at um. At like um, it's, um, it's, it's everybody knows it. When what's the spot? To, what's the spot you did a pop up over oh, there? Oh, at the block. Over the block in, in Annandale. Yeah, all the yellow girls show up. The black girls show up. The brown girls show up. The white girls show up. I'm not a ladies' man, but the ladies like me. That's all. They gonna show up if you want to have free alcohol and you want to see pretty women. You just come to where to eat enemies pop up. And it's gonna be popping. No, no, the lit dude is Malik. I just be when trying. You lit and you not low key. It's, it's a struggle, man. Yeah, Fuck I'm that. low key all the way. So I don't like, go yeah, out the oh, house. So cool. You won't find me. <laughs> I'm not coming out the house. I'm not learning. Allowed. I'm learning that Doyle and I have more and more in common. No, I'm just. <laughs> I, to be honest with you, I I figured something out. Like you know, like I'm very very selective about. Where I'm gonna go and who I'm gonna let see me. As you should be. Absolutely. Like, to be honest with you, I never want somebody to look at me and say, think that I'm the guy in the club popping bottles and trying to be a drunk. Like, I've been that already. Like, I don't gotta do that no more. Right. Like, I wanna let all these young people know out in the, in the scene, like, you trying to be respected as a professional, get your ass out the club. Ain't no business deals done in the club. Man, Ask Malik. Malik, how many business deals you done done at the table at the club? Nah, everybody be trying to talk to me about business and shit in the club. That's why, like, at first, at first, man, I was like, hell yeah, I go to the club. I was getting free and shit, you know. But then I'm like, man, we bringing all the chicks. So that's why I was like, it was like a period. I was probably partying real hard for probably like two months when, it, when I first started popping. But it was a period where I didn't go out for like a month. And people could tell. They was like, oh, where the fuck you been at? I'm like... They not paying me, so then I the first person paid me. Matter of fact, I ain't. I, it wasn't even my idea to be like. I'm not. I'm only going to the club. Somebody paid me. Somebody called me. Was like, yeah, um, you trying to host my party? Or I pay you. You know, we'll give you a table. We'll give you the bottles. You know, all I gotta do is show up and drink with some women. Like, exactly. That? <laughs> that's a great. That's a great like, deal. That's a great fucking deal, right? Especially so, a stadium. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. A stadium is showing me the biggest. Stadium was the first people to pay me. You know yeah. What I'm Bless their heart. That's the first. <laughs> Bless their heart, Malik. I'm happy for you. They still do a, a, a two dollar Tuesday. I don't go on yeah. Tuesday because that's when all the broke motherfuckers show up and fuck the night all up. I apologize, those. <laughs> are, I like a good deal too, but not on strippers. But Meet the, me in but, Vegas. But the broke women look good in that joint on two dollar Tuesday. <laughs> It's gonna be broke. It's gonna be Twitter, broke dudes. It's gonna be broke women. Twitter, do broke, not do your I thing. It's a lot of broke. It's a lot of good looking broke, broke women on two dollar Tuesday, days man. After seven weeks. Two dollar Tuesdays got the more prettier women in Thursdays and Wednesdays and Fridays, and that might be because Friday? of that two dollars. <laughs> that, that might. That might. That might. Pretty girls be in that joint on Tuesdays. I'm trying to tell you. Looks can be deceiving when I it comes to finances. Yeah, right. I was so proud of myself. And I'm not talking like I'm out here balling. Disclaimer. Oh, yeah, and those, I don't, and don't want y'all thinking I'm talking don't get shit twisted. like those I'm girls, balling. Because I'm not. Oh. <laughs> but don't get I love the strip those. club. I want to be very clear about that. I love that. the strip club, too. Yeah. I support that. But, I support um, the ladies. But um, on the, same t- on the same foot, don't get it twisted. Those girls in there on any other night, they broke, too. They not even paying for their own drinks. So, right. shit. At least they paying for their own drinks. That's two. That's two dollars on two dollars Tuesday. Looking right. good. So let me. Yeah. All right, so Bless let, their heart. Let me. Let me. Let me and ask. Booty. Let me ask y'all this, cause like right now, I mean, what y'all are doing is definitely um, contributed to documenting local style, right? So mm-hmm. with the advent of the internet, how would you say coming from a time where DC was very, like I said, self-sustaining, we were known specifically for certain looks beyond New Balance. How is the internet? How has the internet hurt and helped? DC style. 
You just be stuttering and shit. Don't give us no credit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but that's that, that's an argument people have have had for, for long real, before the internet was a thing. I can tell you straight up right now, like what the internet has done for DC style. And I'm not gonna talk about the negative. I'm talking about the positive. It shows that the things from the past is not gonna translate now. Like we we give respect to all OGs, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like if you're not gonna keep up with popular fashion. And like what's going on, and you're not gonna try to make your looks. Me, yeah. Don't be mad that we keeping up with the that. time. Thank you. Michael you know? Jordan had to stop playing basketball, and he became a GM, so he could still be in the game. He's the owner. Maybe they should. Maybe the they should have thought about that. Yeah, like that's like the thing is, it's just like people just gotta understand that things change. Like you have to go along with what's going on now. If you don't, then you're just gonna get left in the past. Like you're just a relic. You got to. Change with the time. Mm-hmm. I'm old, like I'm really old. I look at Malik. I'm like, man, I wish I was young and popping like him. But like, you know, to be honest with you, like we we grew up in in a very different time. Like we, yes. I got to like I'm old enough to have seen the whole change from the madness. We all want DDTP, mm-hmm. all that, like all days, and then like watch an era where nobody wore any of that. Stuff. They got treat stuff. they got treat this shit like the streets too. As far as like if you're OG, you gotta be an OG now. Like you don't yeah. see OGs on the corner no more. Yeah, and then, so oh. if you see and so if you see me, I'm coming up and I got the buzz. Then why not come to me and say, look, I can get you this made, this made, this made. We can get money together. I, I'm, I'm still making clothes. It's just not my name. I'm still, but you still getting money. You know what I'm saying? That's how many. Well, they not, a lot of them. A lot of them not gonna do that. They want. Because they, I mean, wanna, I don't blame you because they want to be the man. They want. Yeah, still. they want to be the man. They want to give it another shot. In that, that yeah, era they want to give it another shot. But I already got plans. Like I know how shit is trendy. My I, on the way out, I'm gonna be a full time consultant. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm. I'm gonna help other people because right. I get it. I got a formula now, so I can share that with people, right. and I can learn from motherfuckers too. And that's the thing about like Kanye West said. I don't listen to nobody older than me. They don't have no ideas. They got wisdom. Hey, you right about that. They don't have no ideas. Everybody in my age. The younger division. people got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they, they probably could learn something from me. I'm not, and I definitely could learn something from them. But they just, I don't know. It's maybe it's a pride thing. Like to be sure honest, that, like. To be honest, Malik is the future. Like my time is like coming to an end. To be honest, like it, like uh, enemies wise, like maybe it might be taking off. But like me as like being somebody who's like really on the scene, and, like all this and that. Like I, it's my time to go and be like a chair, a chairman, or like somebody who is an influencer from a different level, yeah. and let the new people come in and take the wave. Like my brand, to be honest, now like if you see my two Instagrams as my personal Instagram, my my business Instagram, my business Instagram doesn't have my face on it. You know why? It's because I want to push it as what it is, and then we can go to a national level and win. But at the same time, I want everyone who come behind me to check, to take the same trail I took and to win. Like, why not win? Like, like why not Malik win? His following is bigger than mine already. Why would I ever hate on him and be like, oh, you can't win? Like, to be honest, the man who has got short-sighted says that. Like if I let you win in the real game of business, you owe me. Mm-hmm. Not like even like you owe me the money, but like when I need to come ask for my favor, but that's how the streets have always worked. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like the problem is that everybody went and decided to get on some like, oh, we on some business shit. <laughs> oh, nah, we don't do that, that's business. And all of a sudden when they get done dirty, they be like, oh, these motherfuckers, but then they tell them to say that. It was business. But no, no, we on some old shit. I hope Malik make a hundred million dollars. I think he hoped the same thing for me too. And until we get on that type yeah. of shit, we all gonna fucking lose. But shit, I'm just, I, I, I just wanna be in the, in the winning circle, you know what I'm saying? I want that for my legacy. 
I'm a, I'm not a very religious dude, but I'm a very spiritual dude. Like I came from having shit. This shit is over tomorrow. I've already been in a situation in my life where I have lost everything. I'm talking about I had I went from the flyest motherfucker to wearing the same outfits, wearing the same three outfits, and I only had two pair of shoes because my man Baker gave me one pair of shoes. This is my senior year. I'm taking 21 credits trying to senior graduate. College. Senior year of college. My house got raided. I got evicted. They took everything. All I had was a camera. That's how I knew I was supposed to be a photographer. Because mm. at first it was just a hobby, but when you got everything, iPads, computers, everything, and then all you got is a camera and a couple outfits and shit, you realize that you're supposed to be doing something different. But anyway, I come from that. So this shit could be over tomorrow, and I'll be all right because, like I said, I'm not a religious dude, but I'm a spiritual dude. Like, I understand that here being on earth is a stepping stone to heaven. Everything you do here is just to be righteous enough to make it to heaven. So I could lose everything tomorrow and still make it because bombs on the street go to heaven, sinners go to heaven, people in jail go to heaven, rich people go to heaven. And so that's my goal. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, if I could be with a winner and just make a legacy, right. and I'm good. Like, I don't need to make a million dollars. I'm trying to have, have a legacy. Like, I want yeah. people, I want my grandchildren to walk around and be like, oh, you Malik's, uh, that's your grandfather? And yeah. they good. Right. Fuck a, fuck a million dollars, you know what I'm saying? I want my kids to be good because I created a legacy. I made a name for myself, a name for myself was Morgan, all that shit. So if, if, if I wasn't doing this, I would have been a low key photographer that you don't gotta get no fucking credit to that, that would have just been with the hottest, the hottest brands or the hottest artists, you know, like that. Just be around that because at the end of the day, you working with good people, they gonna give you your recognition. Right. When them, when them I didn't say a couple names already, when them interviews come around and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And those people gonna have a legacy with me. They, they, they gonna go, they, they a part of this story. Right. And a lot of people just want their own story. They don't want to be a part of the story. Mooch off of y'all. Yeah, like imagine like the Hall of Renaissance. Everybody, and nobody, Langston Hughes ain't say, I want my own Renaissance. He <laughs> said, this is a rena this is what we're that's all doing. Right. You know that's what I'm saying? Point. And that's why I work. So that's what it's about. Everybody just can't be the man. That's what it comes down to. Two separate questions, but basically kind of related to a, a feeling. What was it like for you, Malik, um, to see 21 Savage and Sway Lee on stage at Broccoli City wearing Eat? And for Doyle, what was it like to, to walk in a shoe city and see enemies hanging on the racks? It's the same for me. It's the same as seeing somebody on the streets randomly when I pull up to a red light. Or that dude, um, when I'm speaking now, Minnesota Avenue, I almost hit with my car that I had on the E-hat. You know, it's the same to me because I, I feel like it ain't really hit me yet. But the one thing I would say was significant about the uh, Ray Schremer time was Broccoli City was, uh, they told me no at first. They ain't even want me to vent there or nothing. And they was like, dang, yeah, we just don't know about the brand. We ain't heard of y'all. I was like, so how the fuck y'all trying to throw an event in DC? You talking about you don't know who I am. Like, that's the only time I probably was like, felt entitled or cocky. But I'm like, nah, that's that's crazy. If you look in the you crowd, too, it's tons of yeah, eat. Yeah, tons of eat. That's tons what I'm saying. That's crazy. You talking, you going to tell me you don't know who I am, y'all? And, and, and I was ready to call my, I called my manager, like, shit, we mobbing. They not about to throw no event in our city and not, and, and going to say they don't know who we are. Say you don't want me there, whatever, but don't disrespect us like that. You're not about to come here, make money, and not acknowledge the fact of what the fuck is going on here. So I went on a whole little rant on Twitter, my PR, my management, everybody, nobody's like, no, everybody, 100% of everybody's like, stop, stop, don't do it, don't do it, just stop. I'm tagging them and everything. I'm like, nah, fuck this shit, you know what I'm saying? They like, man, you don't even know what you just did, man. Like, this is bad for the brand. People gonna think yada, yada, yada. I was like, bro, these niggas been coming here for the last five years, making a whole lot of fucking money, and they don't even know what's going on in DC. They just set up shop and make money here. Like, really? So the next day they called me, it was a big mistake, of course. And then, yeah, that's how I went. But all that shit is the same, man. 
from seeing it on MTV or people saying, man, I really appreciate what you do, that you got to take, you got to take it all equally. I take everything equally. There's no, it's no measurement for love. Love is love. So that shit the same, but it still ain't hit me yet. I still don't, it still ain't hit me. I ain't still been, like, I don't act like, I don't act like how I'm supposed to, I guess. Oh. Uh-huh. He definitely is. Like for me, when seeing my stuff in Shoe City is, to be honest with you, um, he made history. By the way, Shoe City DCLI never carry a brand from here. Absolutely not. They absolutely the didn't. first brand to get in there. And like a sub question of that because I know you used to work at you know down uh, up against the wall. My bad, right? I used to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you are. Yeah. <laughs> up against oh, the wall. Yeah. Right? So your experience, like working in retail and managing uh, stores and stuff, like how did that all come to that? You know? To be honest with you, like uh, I had dreams of starting a brand many years ago. Like I had problems. I was in the street. I had to go to spend some time in the feds and like get my life. Like I talked about last time. Like it all led to this point. I went into Shoe City hoping. Um, I didn't know where to go. Like, I did the, the, the pop-up at Ubik in Philadelphia. And at the end of the day, like, the, I had to start making money. So I was like, okay, let's, I'm going I'm to do something that nobody ever did. Like, of course, I would love to be in Concepts, Colette in France. Mm. I'm from D.C. Don't know why. To be honest with you, the national scene is not aware of what we do. They, to be honest, they, they're starting to be aware. Yeah. But, like, we're just starting something. That at the point when I started Enemies, nobody wanted it. So I built it, and then I started doing everything, the enemies forever stuff with the versus stuff, and then, like, it started building hype, and then I just went, and I called my personal contacts at Shoe City, called my personal contacts at DTLR, and asked for a meeting one day in my bed because I was just, like, because <laughs> I had gotten uh, some advice saying, hey, man, to be honest, your brand could probably make it on a cool level, but we can't guarantee you that you're going to make it anytime soon mm-hmm. like and to be honest with you my financial situation was not great like i owed everyone money i was so much in debt like i was broke i couldn't get to work i couldn't get anywhere like, i was just working for myself and i couldn't get to where i needed to go everything was so broke and nobody was trying to give me no money so i just had to say to myself like fuck it i'm gonna go to shoe city don't nobody expect me to go to shoe city like nobody expect me to go to dtlr they thinking that I'm trying to do some fake cool shit. But I said, oh, fuck that. Story, I said, I'm going to go to Shoe City. And that, that speaks a lot to your character because you could do some super but, cool, go, global, like how you mentioned Concepts yeah. and Colette, like a lot of stores that a lot of people here don't even know about. Yeah. You could have went that route easily, but that speaks a lot to your character, just how you decided, like, I no, mean, I'm going to go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go local. You, I don't feel like it was my character. It was more my financial situation. And then, like, at the same time, I realized at that point, like, if people at home don't mess with you, if people you're not gonna give the clothes back to the people, it ain't worth it. At least home should fuck with you. Mm-hmm. If home don't fuck with you and you become famous, you ain't shit. There's a reason why Shy Glizzy is the king of DC. No disrespect to anyone else that's on that song, but we know that Shy Glizzy song. He got the verse that you can quote yeah, line. Yeah, for everybody line. knows. You can quote that. No you can quote that verse anyone. line for line. Yeah, that's on the music scene because I'm not on the music scene, but. You know, there's a reason why Shot Glizzy is Shot Glizzy here and why the DMV fuck with Shot Glizzy because Shot Glizzy is about what we represent. Straight up. That's what we I go, be trying to do like, too. I just want to stay authentic as possible because I know like with the internet and shit like that follows and all that, I just want to 
represent DC the best way because I wouldn't say I'm an ambassador for DC, but I definitely take. No, you, you definitely, you definitely one of them. Nah, you are, you are leader, bro. Like, like your, your, your name I know, is referenced. I, I know, quite I, but often. it just don't feel that way. You know what I'm saying? When you hear, it don't feel that way. You, I, I walk in the streets, I feel that way, and that's what, like, that's why I need to pay more attention to. Like to be honest with you, we still have more in store for people. They don't know it's what's about to happen. Okay, so let me, let me, let me, let me. We run coming towards the end. Do y'all think we'll see another self-sustaining fashion industry in DC? Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What do you think we started here? We started something. Thinking about like, okay, because even back in the day with the OG brands, there were other offshoots that, you know, didn't, they're, they're not as memorable, memorable. They weren't as influential. They weren't as impactful. If I'm stumbling over my words, we've got to blame this bourbon. It's fine. <laughs> but, um, Nonetheless, even now you see that same thing happen. Like you've got your main brands that you see popping right now, but there's other brands that's like jumping out there. And like, if you know, you know, you know, like who's gonna, who's got the staying I'm power and who doesn't. But nonetheless, you do y'all think it's really gonna be a self-sustaining fashion industry? I'm DC gonna again? straight up say this right now. There's a reason why I, I wanted to always work with Malik in the eat movement. They're the only people that can match my frequency. Match my activity. You ain't seen nobody out here marketing like me and Malik. Mm -hmm. You don't see everybody posting constantly, letting people know yeah. what's going on, seeing what we're making, seeing what's going next. And jogging. Every day, you see what's going on with our life. We're investing into our followers. It's very true. But now, nah, it's going to answer your question. Yes, yeah, definitely going to be that. Like, they're going to come here. They're going to they gonna need their enemies. They're going to need to eat. They're going to need their entrepreneur. They're going to have to. Go up to the museum, holler at them. It's gonna be back. It's gonna, mm -hmm. it's gonna yeah, be back. it's gonna be everything. Like I the people at the carry out, people everybody's gonna come. Yeah, the carry out. Like it's definitely everything is gonna come up to a yeah, place to where back. it's like people won't have to fuck with us. And this how it's. I hate to say it, but I, I feel like it's our last identity. Speak on that a little bit. Um, other things just dying. Everything we had yeah. is just dying. It's From true. From our music to the culture, everything. It is breaks dying. my heart. And it's the it's the, like the last hope to save. The music and the the music and the, the or the rap music and the um and the fashion industry and the arts, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's just the whole the DC vibe. Like we, because if you come here and you don't see that, then you don't know what the fuck DC is. And that's the only way. To, and that's like the last thing we could put in their face. You know what I'm saying? It's the clothes and the art. Because I, they, don't, I agree. they don't let us live in our yeah, neighborhoods. I totally no more. agree with you on that. Like, I, I agree with that. We don't live especially in our neighborhoods no more. We don't have our restaurants no you're more. You're right we don't about have that. Our stores man. no more. So all we got right. is art. Especially thinking like. Even for me, and maybe it's because I'm I'm not paying attention closely enough, but like, you know, we live in a time now where like so many people, it's not as easy to distinguish who's from where. Yeah. You know. Everybody looks um, the same. But, you know, I even think about DC. Like, so besides New Balance, like if I'm not from DC, what is it? How can I distinguish a DC girl, DC dude? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do I know? Like, oh, that's what they do there. You know, and I think. The brands that y'all have and the other ones that y'all mentioned um it's identity that's that that's that age yeah. and that identifying you know visual for uh -huh. in regards to style um so yeah so i agree with y'all on that for sure um before we close out close out one more question you know since your brand is called eat and doyle will always be eating out at a lot of hitting ass places and i forgot to ask you this the last time we interviewed you i wanted to know what the hitting um, Korean barbecue spots were <laughs> in, in VA, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, where where, where do y'all like to eat? Ivy City Smokehouse, baby. Ivy City Smokehouse is like that. That's my go-to. I fuck with Buzz Boys. Um, I fuck with uh, Milk and Honey, real heavy. 
shout out to Jerry's on Georgia Avenue. Mm-hmm. That's the best carry out in DC, no debate. We gotta have a whole episode about carry outs. Yeah. <laughs> what else is good? I want. To be honest with you, I'm a carry out aficionado. It's not just because I'm Asian, but you what's know. The best, oh, what's the best carry out in DC? It's Howard China. You think Howard so? China? You think Howard China the best How- one? Howard China's good. I want to let you know if you claim yums, I know you're not black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you no. wasn't in the hood back in the day. No. Dude, if you claim yums, I'm wait, wait. I'm saying it right now. Which you yums? Yum, which yums, yums on 14th Street? No, I went there no, back no, no, in no, the no. day. No, 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 no. Which, which? Because remember, there used to be two on 14th I'm, Street. There's actually like six yums. No, I'm but jerry. the on 14th, the 14th and fucking uh, the 14th of P. I think yums had 14th uh, and Wild Place was the one I used to go to. The one that's by yums had pink. No, no, I used to go to one at 14th and Wild Place. Yums I ain't fuck with pink. I ain't fuck with that pink mumbo sauce. <laughs> all right. Yums had that shit. If the, no, it's not the real. It's all about and we got a whole conversation about we can the talk proper about color. Like the proper color you know about mumbo China. <laughs> they don't get golden China no fucking respect. Nah, go to China. No, go to China. No, like go we talk about. But I don't really eat American food that often anymore because no, I'm you old don't. and I just. You gotta follow Doyle. You wanna go to <laughs> if you wanna eat Korean barbecue, you should go to Annandale. There's a place called Anangol. It's pretty good. If you don't speak no Korean. They might give you bad service. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but so if you don't speak Korean, should you just go to Honey Pig then? Don't write a bad Yelp review because no one cares about foreign restaurant bad reviews. Yeah, because motherfuckers uh get cursed out. <laughs> look, motherfuckers get cursed out all the time in our spots. Man, what you want, man? <laughs> but to be honest with you, Korean barbecue, the best place to go if you want a good experience as an American person is Kogia. K-O-G-I-Y. And that's also in Annandale? It's in Annandale. Okay. The the all the wait staff speaks English and Korean. It's all you can eat for about twenty-five to thirty dollars. That's all right. And if you're from you know? somewhere else and you want a, a DC experience, um, go to Horse and Dickies. Horse and Dickies, definitely. You gotta do Horse and Dickies. Definitely. You got to. But like, if y'all want the OG they carry gonna, out, they gonna, they go visit our people at like Golden China. They don't care who you are. Yeah, go to Golden China if you want that OG. If you want golden, that OG carry out experience. The Golden Bar, the, the Golden Mumbo Sauce. If you want the, if you want the, if you want the Asian carry out experience. Go to China or Jerry's if you want that. I know Jerry. If you I want that, that straight up DC no, chocolate city buying experience, go to the Horses and Dickies. They tell you, man, move up in line, man. Yeah, exactly. I got some people they, they on the south side who, who definitely that's, that's why I love claim a uh, 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 um, good curry out though. Straight up, hey, and I can't wait to get to um, <laughs> I can't wait to get the uh, what's my man? MLK Deli. MLK Deli. MLK Deli, man. MLK Deli. I got to plug that. Man. MLK Deli, definitely. MLK but MLK Deli. Deli, but for all the old OGs, do you remember the original MLK Deli that was on MLK? I wasn't there. There was one before, but like, man, shouts out to, to, to our people on the South Side doing their thing. Absolutely. Like, definitely. Like, we, like, we try and get over there. We should all, yeah, definitely. We should all support each other in every aspect. Apparently, the glizzies at MLK Deli are very popular. For real? I thought it was the crab cake. Man. I'm down for everything. I'm, once I get on that Y'all side, I'm going to be lying on the head. internet, man. Oh, I see the crack I, I, I need to get, I, I, I need to get by there. <laughs> I was supposed to have gone by there a long time ago. I'm going to get by there. Like I said, piece of tie. Really I don't be driving no more, so getting on the south side a little difficult for me to try Uber everywhere. It'd be a little expensive <laughs> from Silver Spring. You know what's crazy? All these people in the city stop me all the time, and I don't know. Everybody think I'm from 14th Street or Cliff Terrace. I am. Clarify for them, man. But I'm from Silver Spring. I'm like a nice Asian guy from Silver Spring. Maybe not as nice as I say, but you know, I I, I appreciate all the love I'm getting. Like to be at at the end of the day, like everyone out here that that relates with me and, and feels like what I'm doing or like is happy for me. 
I'm so happy for it. Like, it, it's strictly a privilege. It's not, I don't care how hard you work for your following. I don't care about what you did and how you had to get it. The people that follow you and really fuck with you, you need to treat them like they fucking money. Because that's just a straight up privilege. Yeah. They don't have to if they don't want to. Real shit. And we like, that's why I come back with the competitive pricing. I tried to not do that high end shit like I was doing before mm -hmm. because I want it all for my people. Like, if we can't, like, maybe we go out of town, we might charge more, but here we're going to do, I really want us to win. Like, I want somebody to be decked out and eating enemy's gear. Hell yeah. And it's feel like they're the fucking man. You know? Like, yeah, oh, we. We get first, like we're going to the Met. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Speaking of which, we need to have our own. We got some dope. We got some dope ass museums here. We can have a gala here, man. Really be on some 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 immaculate man, opulent. You, they, they need to come shit. down to flea market on eleven eleven. So like, I was getting ready to ask about yeah. that. So boom. We so got artwork for en sale. En enemies versus eat pop up battle to uplift the city. Oh, we feature Runway Zay as the, our, our only musical act. Clifton's finest. But, you know, if you know, you know. Like, you should... Single Subi is available on iTunes. Saturday, November 11th. Yes, 6 to 10. Flea, Flea Market Gallery, 733 11th Street, Northeast D.C., in between G&H on 11th Street on the northeast side. Um, uh, Where the, all the people going to be standing at. That's what you want to According be. to a social media, though, the, um, the, uh, the RSVP is, uh, is, is done. Just because you didn't RSVP does not mean you cannot come and buy stuff. Okay. Okay. That we we are accepting anyone until the products sell out. We have more than enough to to accommodate over a thousand people. So y'all hear that? Come 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 mess it. Like don't get mad at people coming by like ten to one thing because yeah, we gonna sell it to them. They money green. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saving shit. Yeah, we we want to win. Yeah, like don't get a, you should get out here early so you could help us win. Yeah, like sure. you know, like come see come see the people you grew up with win. Like then, this not one of them. Uh, this not this not one of them. Uh, super cool events, you know what I'm saying? With cool motherfuckers being cool and shit. Nah, everybody. No, this this a real good. like DC event. You can come holler at me, like for real. Come holler at me, type shit. You can come holler. All from everywhere. Like it's not like nothing different. Like just don't hold me for too long. Man. Yeah, we gotta kiss babies and hug yeah. women. Right, you, you know. Can, you can come and we got the, all day. We got we got the Patron sponsor, so yeah, we'll Patron. be doing a lot of kissing babies and hugging women. Okay. <laughs> so tell tell everybody where they can find you. Before the event on the 11th, online. I was about to say where Malik lived, but I can't say <laughs> no, that. No, 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 online, online, man, online. Show up. We not pulling. <laughs> all hummus dot com. We not, not, not having random people pulling up enemies to your house without invite. Will up, enemies forever dot com will upload after the pop up shop. But can we get an Instagram, Twitter, oh, with, whatever? Without calls, social media. Enemies forever. That's that's the that's the Instagram for me. All homage. Yeah. On everything. So, yeah, like, everything. to be honest with you all, like, we Hashtag. have to win. We Hashtag just changed the city. The Me and Malik changed the city. We we, we, we entered into something being fearless. We started to change exactly. the city. We just started. This is like, like, shit. like, we, like, you remember when Rakim started rapping and he just didn't do the basics? No, I don't remember when Rakim started rapping. You lying. You lying. Neither one of us remember. I we do. we not that old. I was, my brain worked good during that time. I saw Word, word, Brian. Brian always give me a hard time about my age, man. I'm not even 40 yet. I'm only 35. I'm 36, I remember. <laughs> exactly. You aren't, you, you, you not that old to remember when Rakim first started rapping. No, wait. Like, 
No, it's Eric B. And Rapper. What are you talking 86? about? 86? I was listening to rap music. Yeah, that doesn't mean that you remember like, oh. Okay, anyway, go ahead, go ahead. No, so, just, to, to your point, remember. You know, I'm Asian, so I focus real good. I'm always more of a rock now. <laughs> But Rock okay, him. to your point, remember when Rock Kim started rapping? No, he changed the way the infinite flow came from Rock Kim. Like, no one was rapping like that until Rock Kim decided to rap that way. The problem is now, like, everyone thought that they had to go through certain channels to make themselves win in DC. You really gonna try to win? Like, you need to believe in yourself and get out here and win. You need to link up with people who all have the same mindset as you do and wanna see you win as much as they wanna see themselves win. We're gonna do it our way. You call us whack, we're just whack, that's fine. But we winning, and that's what it is at the end of the day. Like, you're gonna bang with us, you're not gonna bang with us, but at the end of the day, we changed everything. We gonna cut it right okay. there, because that can go into okay. a whole other episode. <laughs> so, gentlemen, Doyle, Malik, thank y'all for sitting down with us. Having thank you, thank you. Shit, man. We feel. I feel like this episode gonna get a lot of plays, man. Follow me on Twitter at Backpack Matt. Follow me on IG, Mr. Backpack. That's M I S T E R Backpack. Go ahead, go ahead, G. Drop your shit, bro. So I just deleted my personal Twitter because it was too far gone. Cause yeah, you just have to have conversations with me in real life to know what I really think about oh. things. But you can follow the, all the Fly Kids Twitter at all the Fly Kids. You can follow all the Fly Kids on Instagram at all the Fly Kids. You can follow my personal IG at Geronimo knows like I know what the hell I'm talking about. And got two websites, GeronimoKnows.com, AllTheFlyKids.com. Check us out, got pins, got shirts, buy some shit. And Fairground Creative Media is, is moving in the right direction. We got a lot of stuff at the top of the year that's gonna change how we've been doing things and we're gonna elevate to a new level. We already have everything in place, so uh, this isn't wishful thinking, this is actual execution. So. Uh, you know, just beware, you know, we're going to drop the handles for the social media accounts and the website once I redesign it. But yeah, man, this was a great episode. This was dope. This is, uh, I would say monumental. I think it could be potentially a piece of history when people look back on this five, 10 years from now, 20 years. So yeah. Speak it into existence. The All The Fly Kids show is powered by Fairground Creative Media and is recorded at the Innovator Studio inside Impact Hub, located in the Penn Quarter section of downtown DC engineered by Backpack Matt and Ryan Gordon and produced by Geronimo Knows, me. You can subscribe to and listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Mixcloud, and Spreaker. Tell a friend and pay it forward.